Today, I heard a man say that if your, your prayer point list is filled with things that Elon Musk can give to you, your prayer point list is very weak, you see, because if you, the only reason you come to Jesus is is for things that a man can give to you, then why? Why are you here? You understand? If that's the only reason we're with God, you know, for things that men, men can, can put in our hands, there's nothing special. There's nothing special, right? What makes a difference is that thing that God can give to every single one of us that no man no man is able to give. No man is able to give. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, the Lord is our portion. 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 Oh Lord, we pray. Oh Lord, we pray. Oh, oh Lord, we pray. That in an age where men and women are chasing things that are fleeting, things that are transient, things that are temporary, Lord, may we remember that you are a portion. Oh Lord, may we remember that you, oh God, are the reward. May we remember that you are the one worth seeking after. May we remember that you are the prize, Lord Jesus. May we remember. Merenda dakuta pala davanda senta kalobata safanta tatuska. There was a man named Daniel, a beautiful man, full, full of grace, full of grace and truth. The glory of God was upon him. This was a man that was uprooted from his land, uprooted from what was familiar, uprooted from what was comfortable, and he entered into a land where his people were enslaved. And as he entered that land, the spirit of excellence was upon him, and it made him a man of comely appearance. It made him attractive before the power of that day. And whilst his kinsmen, uh, they were made slaves in the nation of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar looked upon this one and said, this one is a beautiful one. 
I want this one to be in my service. And Nebuchadnezzar took that one that God gave the name Daniel, which means God is my judge. And he changed his name to Belshazzar, which means Bel, that is the God of Babylon. Bel will protect. And he changed the name of that comely young man. But it meant nothing to Daniel. In that age, when men will kill, actually, to just have a little bit of an audience with Nebuchadnezzar. Because this was one who indeed was a king of kings. He was a king of kings. Men would kill to just be able to be in that court of such a king. But yet, Daniel was offered a seat at the king's table. Ah, and by the spirit of wisdom, by the spirit of knowledge and by the spirit of understanding, by the spirit of counsel, Ah, Daniel rejected the table of Nebuchadnezzar because he said in his heart, the Lord, the Lord is my portion. 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 I know what a mystery it was. Who might this young man be that in an age where many people are fighting to be at my table, this one was willing to eat cabbages and grass like rabbits ah, what manner of man is this he picked the interest of nebuchadnezzar i want to know this man who was fine eating like a rabbit as opposed to living on my table ah. and nebuchadnezzar befriended this man because what an enigma and he became a friend of the king and the king passed a decree that from this day onwards he is now God in the land and no one in all his kingdom has a right to serve any other God and the Bible says and Daniel opened his window in broad daylight and he offered supplication unto the Lord because the Lord was his portion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord was his portion. Lord, help us to remember that you are a portion. Help us to remember that you are a lot, oh God. Help us to remember. Help us to remember. Help us to remember. Help us to remember. Help us to remember that you are the one worth fighting for. You are the one worth living for. You are the one worth dying for. In an age where men die for things that, that don't mean so much. Lord, Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, help us to remember that you are a portion. Let's unmute our microphones for just a few minutes and begin to pray. Lord, help me remember. Help me remember that you are my portion. 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 That you are my portion. That you are, oh God, my shield, my exceedingly great reward. In an age when men are running to pillars and posts, believing that that is where they find the first, Lord, may I remember that you, oh God, are my 
shield, that you, O God, are my reward, that you, O God, that you, O God, are my shield, 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 and my reward, and my reward, and my reward, help us to remember, Lord Jesus, help us to remember. May we continue to look to you. May we continue to you. May we continue to look to you. May we continue to look to you. May we continue to look to you. May we continue. 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 Adam de Celeberia to Iscatan de Caloria Adam Popenes, the Calianda da Osas Capane de Caranda Lu Osas. Help us to remember, O God. Help us to remember. Help us to remember, Lord Jesus. Help us to remember that you, O God, are a shield. That you are a shield. That you are a And that's how Lot was kidnapped by foreign kings. Foreign kings kidnapped the nephew of Abraham. And the Bible said that Abraham arose with 300 men and went in pursuit of Lot. Ah, it was clear that Abraham utterly destroyed those kings. And after his victory, they came with spoils, offering their, their, their spoils unto Abraham. And Abraham said, Ah, I cannot take this from you, lest you say that you made Abraham rich. <laughs> because the Lord is my portion. 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 The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my portion. The Lord is my portion. May we find the grace to remember the Lord is our portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 
हमारे लिए How many of us found ourselves with much to think about after the teaching that we had yesterday morning? How many of us found ourselves with much to think about? How many of us found ourselves with much to think about? Hallelujah. 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 For those who were not present yesterday, we talked about something that was given the name family witchcraft. Family witchcraft. And as I sit here right now, I just saw the scroll open and I saw the name that God gave for this morning's message. And oh, what a powerful name, what a powerful name, what a powerful name. Do you want to know the name of this morning's message? Do you want to know the name? I'm sure when I say the name, some of us, we just catch ourselves just speaking in tongues. <laughs> the Lord called it family priesthood. Family priesthood. Family priesthood. Hallelujah. 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 Because how can we talk about family witchcraft if we don't talk about family priesthood? Hallelujah. I may the Lord bless this moment with light and understanding and grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Kada askapande se para adukata diata. Agande eka santa likite kariada akopanda dade se kada. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't worry. You understand the meaning of that scream in a little while. <laughs> Some of you have already caught the meaning without even it being translated. You already know the meaning of the scream. But after a while, it will be translated to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a need for Christianity to study our parent religion, which is Judaism. 
Believe you me, there's a lot that we will learn. There's a lot that we would understand when we go back and study our roots. Especially those who still have preserved the heritage even till this day. Because there are still those who, who still have the old doctrine and have kept it. You find do you know that what we call the Old Testament, there was nothing like the book of Isaiah, the book of Ezekiel, the book of Jeremiah. How many of us know that? In the Old Testament, there was there was nothing like that. It was just one manuscript, one scroll. Do you guys know that? It was one scroll one scroll. Where it began, where it ended, you don't know. It's just one scroll. It's the European men that came and started to fragment the books. But it was one scroll. And that's why you find that when the Jews are quoting what we call the Old Testament, like I lay emphasis on what we call the Old Testament, when they quote, they say, is it not written in the prophets? Is this true or is this false? Is this true or is this false? You say, is it not written in the prophets? They didn't say prophet Ezekiel or prophet Jeremiah or prophet Isaiah because all those things starts to create, you know, spiritual superstardom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the Jews actually, they, they don't believe in that. that. That was not the original template that was given from the beginning. Hallelujah. That was not the original template. That wasn't how God designed it from the beginning. You understand? Star boy, star girl, no. That's not how God designed it from the beginning. And you find them, they will say, it is written in the prophets. And even after the age of the prophets passed, around the time of the first century BC there arose a lot of sages who came together well between third century BC and first century AD there were a lot of people that were raised in that time and they came together and they taught a lot and the teachings of those sages within the span of two three four hundred years it was called the Babylonian Talmud. How many of us have heard about that? The Babylonian Talmud. That after the prophets and the Torah, the Jews revere the Babylonian Talmud as holy writ. Are you understanding? As holy writ. The Babylonian Talmud. Because they believe so much in the collective move of God. So you see them say the sages, the sages, the sages, the sages, the sages, because that's the way God has always moved. God has always moved in company. God has always moved in company. And you know, they talk about how the sages speak. 
about the time of Abraham compared to latter times. The Bible says that Hagar was a servant of Abraham. She was a house girl. She was a slave, I believe, that hailed from Egypt. Hagar, a slave girl in Abraham's house. Right? And isn't it interesting that a slave girl in Abraham's house was not unfamiliar with the ministry of angels? Isn't that interesting? That an angel appeared to her and the Bible did not say that she was afraid. She actually conversed with this angel and she hearkened unto his voice and did according to what he said. Isn't it interesting that the house girl of Abraham's house had priesthood? <laughs> oh God, I don't think you understand. Oh my God. 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 The house girl of the house of Abraham was a priest unto the Lord. The house girl. The house girl. Have you understand it? The house girl. The house girl. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because that idea that the man is a priest in the house, and some women who are catching anointing at this time will say the woman too can be a priest in the house. Who said that? That was the template. That is the man that is a priest, and everybody else is. Uh, or the woman is a priest and everybody else is a... Or maybe it's a son that is a priest and everybody else is a... Have you understood what I'm saying? There is a heritage that God gave. There's a heritage that God gave unto Abraham. There was a template. There was a template he received. A template he passed down. Are you understanding? A template that Moses remembered and tried to revive in the nation of Israel. The Bible says in the book of Exodus chapter 19 and verses 6. In fact, from verses 5, it says, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Are you guys understanding? Are you understanding? That it might be a kingdom of priests. The whole nation. Is you understanding what I'm saying? 
The whole nation was supposed to be a kingdom of priests unto the Lord. That was the mandate. That was the picture. That was the template. Me and my household will serve the Lord. That was serve talks about priesthood. Me and my household, from the, the one at the top to the one at the very least, me and my household will serve the Lord. Because every family is supposed to be a family of priests unto the Lord. Are we understanding? When God asked that Aaron and his sons might be separated unto him, that they might serve as priests, was because Israel wasn't ready. Are you guys understanding? Israel wasn't ready. That's why that small tribe of Levi had to rise up to not become the ones who are priests and the ones who administer in the temple. But that was not the way it was in the beginning. Are we understanding? Because you look at Cain and Abel, even though one of the two brothers was for selfish gain, live from Ammon, you still see how that place of priesthood, it, that knowledge, it was deposited inside of them. Are, are we following? Are we following? Some way, somehow, by some ability, by some knowledge, by some wisdom, they knew that they ought to live a life on the altar. Whether one got it absolutely right or not, he knew that my life is supposed to be on the altar. My life is supposed to be in service. Cain knew. Abel knew. How? There was an original template that was given from time immemorial, from the foundation of all time that every home was supposed to be a family of priests. Hallelujah. From the mother to the father to the son and even to the house girl. Actually, is when the house girl prophesies. That's how you can actually verify that actually the strength of God is in this house. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Did you guys see that bomb blast that happened in Lebanon? Is it three years ago? Did you guys see of that bomb blast? Did you hear that bomb blast that happened in Lebanon like three years ago or four years ago? I watched a video that showed the impact of that bomb blast. Would you believe that office complexes 10, 20 miles away, the glass was shattered. The tables inside were shattered by the impact of that explosion that happened 20 miles away. Are you understanding? That's how you can verify the strength of that bomb by the effect it has on those that are on the periphery. Is someone catching what I'm saying? I don't think you understand the point I'm making. I'm not talking about bomb blast. Are you understanding me? I'm not talking about bomb blast. I'm using bomb blast to talk about something. 20 miles from that blast radius, 
the effect was seen almost as though the bomb exploded right there. That's how you can know the efficacy of that bomb. Where those that are on the fringes, they are, they are singed with the flame. <laughs> you understand it? Where the ones who are on the fringes are the farthest extents, you can see the mark of that impact on their body. Then you know that truly there was fire in that place. Because we're in a generation where it has become customary. In fact, it is almost expected that a person who walks in line with God, their children are meant to go astray. And the word pastor's children has almost become synonymous with waywardness. Is this not a travesty, my friends? Is this not a travesty? No, is it is a travesty that we we cannot be comfortable with, and we cannot, in the spirit of boldness, say this thing from our mouth that pastors' children, pastors' children, that them the worst pass. We have to bring such narratives to an end in our time, and such narratives will come to an end in our time in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Have you understand it? That's why Peter had to come back and remind them of the template. So that they don't go and make the same mistake that was done in time immemorial. When they said unto Moses, Moses, you go up and talk to Lord, to the Lord, and let us be down here, and you can relay towards the message. We don't need to go up. You can go and be the priest for us, and we we will just be the ones that will be served. People of God reject consumer economy. Are we understanding? Reject consumer economy. Reject consumer economy. Are you guys understanding my point? Where we live lives to just be only our mouth is just. <laughs> we have the biggest mouths, but the smallest hands. Ah, I reject consumer economy. I reject consumer economy. And they told Moses, Moses, you just be going up to the mountain. Go up to the mountain. You be the one to go and see God, experience God. You be the one to carry out the priesthood. We will just collect the benefits. We will not participate. Ah, God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Because God, who is a king, his kingship is verified in the fact that he also replicates himself. Have you understand it? The king also creates kings. The Lord also creates lords. If you see a king giving birth to a slave, you should understand that that king is actually a slave in disguise. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because a lion cannot give birth to a goat. 
if a lion gives birth to a goat, you don't need to ask questions. I say, how can it happen? No, no, no. That thing you are calling lion, that's a goat. <laughs> you need to wipe your eye and see it very clearly. Now, it will be that. <laughs> because a lion cannot give birth to a goat. Only goats can give birth to a goat. And if you see a goat come out of a lion, that thing you are calling lion, that, that goat will be that. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. Unto understanding. Jesus Christ said, There has never risen a prophet as great as John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. You know, carnal men read that and say, yes, we Christians, I'm greater than John the Baptist. That's what Jesus Christ said. You know, I'm greater than John the Baptist because he said the least of the kingdom of God. I mean, so I mean, of course, I'm not the least. So you know, so definitely, I, if the least is greater than me, and I'm not the least, you know, because I have my own spiritual sons and daughters. So of course, of course, I'm not the least, you know. So definitely, I'm greater than John the Baptist. <laughs> Hallelujah! May the Lord give us understanding. May the Lord give us understanding. Because people hear the least in the kingdom of God. And when they hear the word least, they don't understand the mystery that Christ is communicating. That our eyes might be open. That our eyes might be open. I don't know if I've already caught the message. I've already said it, even without saying it. He said the least in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist because the disciples were arguing amongst themselves I'm the greater disciple I'm the one who Jesus Christ talks to the most did he come and talk to you at 2am he woke me at 2am and he spoke to me it means that listen to me Peter shut up your mouth have you heard Jesus Christ's voice at 2 o'clock not only afternoon voice you don't hear you never hear midnight voice so shut up you can't be greater than me. All you afternoon people, no nonsense, you know, the year. I've heard him at 2 a.m. The voice is different. There's a baritone he comes with. So, why they may you not talk? You understand? Now, me, you be your, your, your leader. And they were arguing amongst themselves. Who is the one? Some of them say, Look, have you, have you smelled Jesus Christ's fat before? If not, he never fat around you. I don't smell out. So, you know, you don't know him like that. You understand? Now me know I'm past. So pack well. You don't know nothing. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they were arguing, who is who is greater? And Jesus Christ said, The greatest amongst you is the servant of all. The least in the house, the least in the house, that's the greatest. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's the greatest. That's the greatest. 
the least the one amongst all who is really a priest who is really a servant who is really a minister of everyone that one that one is the greatest so if one reflects when christ said the least in the kingdom of god is greater than john the baptist he was talking about himself but you see arrogant men and women who can never see the truth because of their pride you understand you come out and say nami will the pass nami will the pass hallelujah hallelujah you will be unto me a nation of priests because in every home every single person is called to priesthood Are we understanding? Every single person is called to priesthood. The man is called to priesthood. The woman is called to priesthood. The son, the daughter is called to priesthood. Are we understanding? We need to abandon that picture that is one person that should climb the mountain for the rest of us and the rest of us will dig for ground. Wait for that one to come back down. No, that's not how God designed it. Are we understanding? It's called the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Where every single individual, every single individual in that body, in that body, is a priest. Are we understanding? And this is something we have to fight for inside of our homes, above all else. And I'm saying this for the generation that is upcoming, and even the generation that has gone ahead, because it's not too late. Are we understanding? The reason why the enemy has had a few day in many families is because those families are not a kingdom of priests. Are you understanding? Those families have not become a kingdom of priests. A lovely girl had a dream. Is it two, three days ago? In that dream, she said that she found herself in a hotel, a very big hotel. And she, in the dream, she began to wonder. She said, ah, ah, this big hotel, is it one person that will manage it? And she was a bit perplexed in that dream until she was taken inside of a particular room and she saw hundreds of receptionists who remembers that dream who remembers that dream that someone said here was it three days ago she saw hundreds of receptionists and every single one of those people were the ones that were manning that hotel every single one of them because it takes a multitude are we understanding it takes a multitude. Thank God for Joseph, who inherited the burden of the Lord for his family, right? And was the one who, above all else, initiated the priesthood of God in his family. 
But Joseph was not enough to birth the promise that God gave to Abraham. Are we following? Are we following? Joseph was not enough for that promise to be fulfilled. Reuben was needed. Judah was needed. Simeon was needed. Dan was needed. Levi was needed. Naphtali was needed. Zebulon was needed. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because it takes the entire collective to properly express the nature and character and heart of God into the world. Every hand has to be on deck. Every hand has to be on deck. I know we're coming out of a time where we had a lot of star boy, star girl Christianity, where for 40 years, 30 years, 20 years, the whole membership of a particular congregation, they are fine with only a small percentage going up the mountain and coming down for the rest of the people. That's why you can have people sing songs like, I know be pastor now, so why should I? Are you guys understanding? I'd be surprised. They are, you, these are, you know, I was speaking with my friend Sam. You know, after I made that post, the day before yesterday. And we're talking because he watched it and he just we just started speaking on the phone and we just entered into a very holy conversation. And he was talking about how in every age there are certain phrases and slogans that come from the pit of hell that become an empowerment and justification for iniquity. And there are two phrases that have become a justification and empowerment for iniquity. One of them is, I'm only human. The other is, I'm not a pastor. Are you guys understanding? I'm only human now. You know? And he started talking about other ones. He said, there's another one, YOLO. He was, you guys understand? You know, all these things, they seem so simple. <laughs> but you don't know where they came from. Ah, I'm a YOLO, 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 YOLO. And the moment they say that word YOLO, that YOLO becomes like a brainwash. It weakens every form of discernment in the person's heart. It weakens all kind of, all, you know, repentance. Once you start to say YOLO, 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 a hex comes upon the person's mind. And that life that they only have once, in the name of YOLO, they begin to do things that will cost them that life. Are you understanding? That's what, is it in 2020? Someone came and said, any money will I get like this now for enjoyment? Don't worry about my future, my future, no, they go anywhere. You know, and as a church, we hear all these things and we laugh with them, we crack jokes. Many people started doing memes. You know how people put um, Instagram posts? They'll put three pictures of themselves. Then the fourth picture will be like a meme. I'm sure we've all seen those kind of trends before, right? They'll put the first picture, second picture, third picture. Then the fourth one, they'll now put a meme. And that's how a lot of people were putting that. Ah, more anybody will get like this now for enjoyment. So my future will not go anywhere. I, And it's interesting how we had the whole church and 
very few had enough discernment to realize that 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 slogan that person gave that gained popularity was from the pit of hell. Are you understanding? Then another one came in 2021 who don't like enjoyment. And then a lot of young girls from the age of 17, they begin to sing that song, sing that song, sing that song. And as they sing that song, shaping a national budget, as they sing that song, it brainwashes them, it robs them of any form of godly sorrow. And when a man comes and says, hey, carry ten of your friends, let's enter Costa, let's go to Abuja. They will carry themselves. 17. People whose parents have sweated to pay their school fees. They enter into prostitution with politicians and they say, I follow politicians, they say that prostitution, you know, and Are we understanding? And all these slogans, they were they, they were pervading the land right beneath our noses. And we didn't see anything. In fact, we began to repeat the same things. Things that were robbing us of discernment. Things that were empowering the spirit of iniquity in a generation. And we just allowed all these things to slide. The church has to wake up. The church has to wake up. Because the enemy always lies with the truth. Are we understanding? Are we understanding? And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. Where even the least in that kingdom has his priesthood intact. Are you understanding? Where even the least of that of that kingdom has priesthood intact. They say that a chain is as strong as his weakest link, and that's the truth. You cannot see how strong a chain is, but the strongest part is the weakest part. Because let me tell you, it doesn't matter if all the chains are big, 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 big. That small one that is there in the middle, if that small one is not enforced, it doesn't matter how big the other chains are. In fact, those big chains, they will even make, that is what's going allow that small one break easier. Are you guys understanding what I'm saying? Just trying to visualize it. A chain that is long like this. On the right side, big chain links. On the left side, big chain links. In the middle, one small miserable link. <laughs> Won't it tear apart? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Won't it tear apart? Because a chain is actually as strong as the weakest. When you want to know a strong house is by the strength of the least. That's when you'll be afraid. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? Dangote said his boys have holiday homes in UK. <laughs> have you seen that interview? He said the people who work for me, they have holiday homes in UK and France. Me, I don't have. That's how you know that that one is a chairman. <laughs> I understand. Because his boys, 
<laughs> His boys are men. <laughs> are you getting my point? His boys are men. <laughs> that's how you know that one. That, that, that's the richer man. <laughs> are you understanding? Are you understanding? We came from a generation where, you know, a lot of people in the name of and let me not speak bad, you know, because a lot of people had good intentions, right? You know, in the name of preserving, you know, doctrine and preserving what God gave to them and, you know, that it doesn't go astray. The old generation never really allowed the children to grow up. They kept the children in the house and kept on putting spoon in their mouth, saying, you are still a child, you are still a child, you are still a child. I will not give you, I won't hand over to you. And it's not even just in religion. Oh, check the government. The government, I mean, you know, our president is in his 80s. He tells you a lot of the spirit that is holding this land now. Are you guys understanding? So it's not a church issue, it's, it's a national issue. And that issue expresses itself in everything. Everything. Where the youth are not allowed to grow up. They are treated like children forever and they are kept as children forever. There is good reason, not trying to demonize anybody because some of them will say, you know, you don't have the zeal that we had, you don't have the this that we had and all those kind of things, all those kind of things. But how will the children grow up if they are not thrown into the deep end sometimes? Right. How can one be in a ministry for 20 years and they see calling man of God to come and pray for them for cockroach they have seen in their room? Well, think about it now. That ministry has a ministry not failed. The ministry has failed now. The ministry has failed. Come on. The ministry has failed. 20 years, your member is still calling you. Daddy, please come and pray for me. There's rats in my house. Abba. You can't blame that child. It's the parent that you blame. You understand? It's a parent. Because after 20 years, you know, yeah. Are you understanding? That 50 years down the line, you are still saying, the God of my pastor, the God of my pastor is great. There's nothing wrong with the God of my pastor. You understand? But the God of your pastor is not all that there is. Is someone understanding what I'm saying? He's not all that there is. The God of your pastor is the way God revealed himself to your pastor. And that's something. And the truth is it's powerful when you get to know the God of your pastor. But you also have your own internal and personal God. Where God reveals himself to you in a unique and personal way. Are you understanding? Everyone must pass through the God of their pastor. That is, you must pass through the understanding of God that your pastor has grasped. Is it making sense? For example, as we're here now, 
we are learning from the dimension of God that I've been able to capture and whoever else you listen to as, as a teacher, right? But that is a means to an end. Ultimately, you have to discover the God of Jumoke, the God of Yetunde, the God of Abigail, the God of Adeshewa. Are you guys understanding what I'm saying? The God of Ajuma, the God of Temilade. You have to understand that actually until you know that you you can't really be a blessing onto this world in the way god has purposed for you to be you can't because the unique light that is within you has not yet come forth you are still carrying the glory of another person your own glory has not yet manifested because you have not fully accepted the responsibility that god has given to you we are still contracting some things to others. Are we understanding? Yes, you're contracting some things. You're contracting your prayer life to others. You're contracting your study to others. Are you understanding? And that's why my wife's ministry is very important. Very, very important. Because people believe that the understanding of the Bible is only kept for theologians and scholars. It's a great foolishness, actually. A great foolishness. A great foolishness. Are you understand? I remember when we started teaching, they always tell us, ah, now because we're not a rabbi now, you know, I, that's why I actually hated that word rabbi. Let me be honest with you, so that we all know, you know. I hated it, actually. Because when people say that, they use it as an excuse to separate you from them so that all the burden is on you and they don't carry any burden. They say, ah, but you're not a rabbi, now a rabbi, now why? Shut up your mouth. <laughs> that annoyed me. <laughs> it annoyed me so much. It annoyed me so much. Right? It annoyed me so much. And we are called to know the Lord. And we are called into that place of intimacy with Him. And we are called to that place where we are all meant to witness Him to our generation. Aren't we all called? Are we understanding? Why then have we allowed ourselves contract our faith work to other people and be at peace with it? Oh, pastor, 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 pray for me. Oh, pastor, 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 teach me. Oh, pastor, 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 pastor. You said, when you go become pastor. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? Are you understanding? And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Do you get my point? And some of us will enforce this narrative. When someone else, other than the pastor, for example, comes to minister, in fact, that's when we'll, we'll just read the phone, we'll drop it, you say, the, the program will start when the pastor comes. It's a great foolishness now. You guys understand me? Is a great foolishness. It's actually a great foolishness. 
that we need to kill is really is really foolishness. When I say now, the program hasn't started until that one comes. Now you understand. And that's why most of the time, if someone else begins, I'm intentional about continuing from where they stopped. So that that narrative of the program starts when the pastor comes, it can be dismantled in our heads. Because all of us are called to be pastors. Are you understanding? All of us are called to that place of responsibility. All of us. All of us. Are you guys understanding me? All of us. A church goes down, we mock the pastor, we mock the workforce, but what about you that were there? Hmm? You say in that church, not too much gossip, 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 they there. But you that you were giving ear to the gossip, what about you? When you heard gossip happening next to you, why didn't you shut it down? Hmm? Why didn't you witness in that moment? No, you were giving a listening ear. You even laughed too. And after laughing, you now went back home and said, can you imagine this, that church, look at gossip that is, that is happening there. Are you understanding? Because we leave responsibility to everyone else. We don't actually sit down and put responsibility upon ourselves. If a ministry falls, the man of God is responsible and every member is responsible and everybody will collect their lash from God, actually, according to the degree of their offense. Hmm? They say, oh, is Ahab. Ahab is the great king. When God punished Israel in the time of Ahab, did everybody collect their bedroom? <laughs> Didn't everybody collect? It's only Ahab that collected it. Everybody collected it. And they danced to the rhythm of the wrath of God. Are you understanding? When the drum of God's wrath began to play, all of them were dancing. Have you seen that beating that soldiers do for people? Where they tell you, oh yeah, start the dance, start the dance. And they'll be flogging you. And you'll be dancing to music that you have created your imagination. And God help you if you don't create that music and dance. The flogging will be greater. They danced to the rhythm of God's wrath. Everybody was dancing. The new inspired dance steps came out. Eh? Are we understanding? Everybody, because I was so quick to say, ah, look at that ministry, look at that, they went left, they went that, they, they went this, they went that. What about you? What about you? What about you? Are you guys understanding? Are you guys understanding? Priesthood is a family thing. It's a collective thing. It's not for one set individual. No, it's for every single person. Where everyone takes responsibility for the house. Are you getting my point? Where we put it upon our head. The success of the house and the failure of the house. Because it's so easy for us to attach ourselves to success and detach ourselves from failure. What the Bible says is, if you partake in my sufferings, you will also partake in my glory. 
How can you want to partake in the exhortation if you're not ready to partake of the shame? Does it make sense? Are you guys understanding? Does it make sense? That narrative needs to change. Because some of us, tell me if this is true. Some of you here, you are children, your family, and God told you you are a priest in that home. Verify yourself now if this is true or false. If you are one of such people. Are you people seeing this? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? And it's not a special position. It's not a special position. It's what everyone is called to be. Everyone is called to be a priest in the home. And let's look back at this Exodus chapter 19. Who wants to read with me? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Tim Lade, let's read. Exodus chapter 19. Yes, I'm there. Exodus 19. What verse? 19 verses 5. Okay. Verse 5 and KJV. Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. So now tell me, what does that tell us about priesthood? That's what you just read. Now, what does it tell you? What a priest is meant to do? All right. Um, first of all, the priest is it's a covenant with God, and um, the priest is a special treasure. Well, and... the special treasure is a consequence. What makes him a special treasure? You obey my, my voice. Obey my voice. One. What's the second one? And keep my covenant. And keep my covenant. The word keep, what does it mean there? To have it in your heart. To have it in your heart. When we talk about a gatekeeper, what does that mean? Um, the person guards. Indeed. So when they say keep my covenant, what does it what kind of keep? What what does it mean to keep? The covenant to guard it in your heart to to guard diligence. it are you understanding is it making sense a priest yes. guards the covenant of god guards his commandments no i was still talking to me earlier we're, we're talking okay hmm? because in every home there's a mandate is this choice is false true in every home, or better say, let me see, in every marriage, for example, there are specific commandments that God gives, true or false. True. What's a priest supposed to do? To guard the mandates. To guard the mandates. So in the instance, for example, in marriage, when the other half lies, 
and it lies in such a way where you yourself can become a liar, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to be truthful. Because a priest is charged to keep the mandate. Have we not seen songs in this day when they say, oh, ah, two can tango, so if this one does this, me too, I'll do my own in what? In return. <laughs> is this true or false? True. Is that priesthood? No, it's not. No. Thank you, Jim Lad. You're welcome. Thank you. People of God, have we understand it? That narrative of, ah, let me give them their energy back. Anybody will do me, I go give them water, water. Ah, you go year round, you go dance to my music. That's not the way of priesthood. Are you understanding? It's not the way of priesthood. It's not the way of priesthood. Everybody's doing woto, 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 woto. You go collect. How much you go collect now? Instead, go collect. Everybody go collect. And comedians are putting this out. We're all laughing, 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 laughing. But as we're laughing, our priesthood is weakening day by day because vengeance has now become commonplace. The moment we can casually laugh at the face of something that is evil, you know that the generation has derailed. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? Almost every skit now, comedian skits, has some sexual this or that, sugar daddy this or that, where it's now like a joke. You know? Put your accounts there. You know? Or more common. Sabi girl. You guys understand? This is the pandemic that we're in. And it weakens the priesthood in families. I understand it. It weakens the priesthood in families. Because before God talked about being priests, a kingdom of priests, in Exodus chapter 19, verse 6, he talked about people who obey the voice of God and keep his covenant. And keep his covenant and guard it and preserve it. Are you guys understanding what I'm saying? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Keep it, guard it at all costs. Because the role of the enemy 
is to steal God's commandment from you. Because that commandment actually is God's life in your hands. Every word that God has spoken to you in the form of prophecy, instruction, counsel, that actually is the pearl of the kingdom deposited inside of you. That pearl that gives you divine empowerment, that pearl is what the enemy is always trying to steal. Are you understanding? When you're just trying to have a cool day, that's when your wife will talk like this. That's why your husband will talk like this. The enemy is trying to steal the word of God from you. And many a times we give it away so casually. So casually. That you actually forget that you're supposed to love this person. So casually. We forget it so casually. And so quickly in a flash, we become a gate of hell. Christ said, my words are spirit and they are life. His words are very empowerment. His words are our spiritual battery. When the enemy wants to weaken a believer, he collects the word of God from them. Because that word is what keeps you alive. That word is what keeps you going. That word is what strengthens you, is what enables you that's what he's always trying to steal are you understanding where you forget your role and responsibility in that place because he will so amplify in your heart what that person did that the voice of God begins to look like foolishness the voice of God begins to look like injustice the voice of God begins to look like wickedness that's why you know the, the enemy is strong when God's counsel feels like injustice you know that the enemy has done a good work in your heart write that down that's how to identify when the enemy has seized you when God's counsel feels like injustice then the enemy has seized your heart If our gospel be hid, it is unto they who are perishing. Let's open that scripture. Let's open that scripture. Or another one that is like it. Let's open that. Who wants to read with me? Raise your hand. Adiola. Adiola, let's read. Hmm? You're able. First Corinthians chapter one, verses eighteen. Verses eighteen. First Corinthians chapter one, verses eighteen. The message of the cross is foolishness. Those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved. The, the message continue. of the cross 
no that's just it the message of the cross is foolishness unto they who are perishing but unto us it is the very power of god what does that mean to you adiola as you've read it now what what does it communicate to you The message of the cross is what empowers me because I'm saved by God, but uh, and, and and that also influences how I respond to but to some other person who doesn't have the same understanding sounds like foolishness like if I'm in a situation where I'm supposed to react in anger for example um, I expect love instead and so to the other person it looks like I'm weak or foolish I don't know if that's okay yes if I continue continue that line flesh it out more make it make it more flesh make it like give a practical example Okay, um, for example, I'll give an example. So, um, two days ago, this was two days ago, I shared a testimony that God delivered me from an accident. So, right then, then when it happened, you know, people gathered and they were going to start, um, they were literally going to start linking the other driver, you know, and everything. So, I mean, if I could have responded maybe to start yelling because he was the one who rammed into us, you know. Was, I could have responded otherwise, but just came out and I said, Are you okay? Are you okay? The people were going to start making trouble. And I said, no, it's fine. I walked away from there because I'm the person who who is involved. And if I'm not making trouble, then nobody should drink an adult on this particular heavy. You know, and that was what just changed the whole thing, you know, because people saw that I wasn't reacting the way I was supposed to react, and they just let the man go, and that was the end of the thing. So I believe that um, the message of the kingdom of the war, or the word of God helps us to save ourselves and judge and controls how we respond to situations, to circumstances, to even people around us, you know. For them to people who don't have, carry the same understanding that we do look like these people in such situations. Absolutely. 100%. Thank you so much, Adiola. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I want us to write this down. I want us to write this down and I want us to remember this all the days of our lives. Every word that comes from God will always come with a cross. Obedience to God will always cost you something in your flesh. Every word. There is no obedience to God without, being it, without it being some cross to you in some way or form. Whether it will cost you your time, whether it will cost you your pride, whether it will cost you some kind of desire, it will cost you something. Paul said, the message of the cross is foolishness unto they who are perishing, but to us it is the very power of God. 
that thing that makes me look like a fool you see ah look at how that person just cheated me it is commonsensical for me to really beat them and punish them and disgrace them but in that moment when i really would have been justified to shame this person completely the word came saying write that debt off oh yeah <laughs> in that moment that word will create a great pain in a person's soul and actually it will make the person look very weak but in that moment when a person is willing to forgo that debt in order to obey the voice of god that's when the power of god becomes tabernacled in that person it, it is what gives them strength is what gives them vitality is what gives them ability all those moments when they choose god over the voice of the flesh where they look foolish where they look like they don't have a voice that's when the power of god wells inside of them the message of the cross is foolishness unto they who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the very power of god it is the very power of god it is the very power of god because the word of god always comes with the cross and when we study our bible very carefully we realize that wherever you see a cross you also see a doorway to life the cross doesn't talk about an end it talks about a beginning that is entered in through that end how we understand it so if one is not willing to pass through that doorway of death it is actually impossible for one to enter into the newness of life because anywhere that is a tomb for the carnal man that same place you find the womb for the heavenly man amen Amen. Amen. These are the things that God calls us to guard. To guard. Because those words, those commandments, that covenant, it is what makes you alive. It is what preserves your life in Christ Jesus. The moment is thrown away, your life has also been thrown away. A priest keeps it. A priest guards it. And that is how the life of God continues to enter into that place. Because God, the full life of God, cannot penetrate the earth unless we have men and women that have resolved in their heart to partner with the Spirit of God. That's when the Word of God can be seen in a tangible way. Are we understanding? Because we talk about the Word becoming flesh. And we think it's just about Jesus Christ appearing 2,000 years ago. But anytime the word of God is obeyed and his will is brought into physical manifestation, the word has become flesh. And men can experience God again. Men can see God again. Christ has returned to the world again. We understand it because the Christ that God is the world is waiting for that Christ is going to come through you you are supposed to be the Virgin Mary that births the child of the Holy Spirit that the world can see and give thanks for 
So all of us are actually supposed to be the Virgin Mary. And that was the mystery of the Catholics lifting up Mary. But many didn't understand. Even they, after a while, they didn't understand. They began to idolize Mary. But the original prophets in the Catholic Church that used Mary as a mystery, they were using her to talk about what every single one of us is supposed to be. And that's why when they meet one another, they give the greeting, Hail Mary. When they say Hail Mary, it's not Mary who gave birth to physical Jesus. They are saying, You, Mary, I hail you because through you, Christ will enter the world again. Hail Mary. That's a beautiful greeting we ought to be giving to ourselves everywhere. Hail Mary. So that you remember that you are the one who has to bear Christ. The Christ that the world needs to see, that you need to see, must come out of you. And like Mary, who was a virgin that kept her temple pure, you're supposed to keep your heart completely unadulterated from the voices of foul spirits that you would only bring forth the fruit of the word of God. That men can taste of God's goodness in this time that we live in. Hail Mary! That's why when Mary appeared with, with Jesus Christ's brothers, she said, go and tell him that his mother and his brothers are here. And she said, and Jesus said, who is my mother and who are my brothers? They are they who do the will of my father because you are supposed to be Mary as well. Are you understanding? And your heart should be a virgin always a virgin, purified and devoted purely to the Lord where you never give your ears to the sound of demons. Are we understanding? You are Mary. Ah, Mary. That's why we're called the bride of Christ. Aren't you getting it? That's why you're the bride of Christ, because you're Mary. You're Mary. How else is the world going to see Christ if not through you? We need to take that personal responsibility. We need to stop ah, contracting people. Are you understanding? That 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 spiritual contract, contractor, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> we have all become spiritual contractors. We contract this one to pray. We contract this one to fast. We contract this one to study the Bible. When will you be the one to take responsibility and bring this into the world? Are you understanding? The power of the highest has to overshadow you. Jumokeko bless you for bringing that prayer. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Don't you know that the fruit of your womb is patience, is love, is gentleness, is self-control. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Are we understanding it? It takes wisdom to understand the mysteries that the elders kept for us. But because of religious blindness, we, we, do, we lose sight of these things that we think were so intelligent in our time. Whereas, may God have mercy upon us. Hail Mary, full of grace. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. It refers to you, it refers to me.
you are Mary. I am Mary. There's a lot that we don't understand. But God is bringing understanding back to us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't continue to contract our Christianity, my friends. No, those days have to come to an end. Oh, daddy is the priest. Yes, daddy is the priest, but you are priest. Ah, mommy is the priest. Ah, I have a pray mother. I have a pray mother, so let me go and steal. Are you not a fool? Are you understanding? How can you weaken the life, the, 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 the prayers of your mother to just deliver you from, from trouble? When would you start building something that is holy? Are you understanding? They have many people, they just pride themselves. Ah, my mom prays, ah, my mom prays, ah, I pray, mother. When will you pray for yourself? As a man, oh, I have praying wife. When will you pray for yourself? When will you pray for yourself? Are we understanding? May the Lord give us understanding. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation, a holy nation, not a holy tribe. For holiness to have been isolated to a tribe talks about the failures. And when you pass forward later in scripture, you find that even in that tribe, only a few were holy. <laughs> I understand it. Most of the prophets were Levites. And they were Levites in a time when the Levites had sold their soul to Mammon. Is this true or is this false? Is this true or false? So even in the house of Levi that were consecrated for priesthood, it came to a point where even that clan, <laughs> they were no priests anymore. So only a handful of people. Are you guys, are you understanding? We are called, we are called to priesthood. Our priesthood begins with the obedience to the voice of the Lord and the preservation, the keeping, and the guarding of his commandments. Above all else, 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 when God's commands are kept above all else.
So we need to remember this in our homes. If God is going to enter into this home, there has to be a Mary. Because without Mary, Christ can never enter the world. Are you understanding? A priest is a Mary. And through her, Emmanuel comes. The Lord with us. Are you understanding? So Mary is need to come back. Mary's as scarce. We need Mary's to return. Those who, and that's why the Bible says, and she kept the word to her heart. She kept it. She kept it. She kept it. She kept it. And that's why Christ said, if you love me, you will keep. You will keep. You will keep. You will keep. We need those that will keep at all costs. At all costs. Because today, 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 someone will try you and they will try and steal this word from you. So that these words that God is giving to you, you dash them to the ground. Words that are supposed to be your life, your deliverance. Are you understanding what I'm saying? They will try you. The message of the cross is foolishness unto those that are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the very power, 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 the very power of God, the very power of God to us, to us who are being saved. It is the very power of God. It is the very power of God. It is the very power of God to us who are being saved. It is the very power of God. There's no point dragging it. I've seen that. They have closed the book. That's the word God gave us for this morning. That's the word God gave us this morning. So people of God, let us unmute our microphones and let's just begin to pray right now. Lord, make me a priest in my home. Make me a priest in my home. Make me a priest. Make me a priest. Make me a priest. Teach me the way of priesthood, Lord. Teach me the way of priesthood. 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 That in my home, in my family, Lord, I might be that one that stands as your priest. That I might be that one that stands as your priest. Lord, teach me the way of priesthood. Teach me the way of priesthood, oh God. Teach me the way of priesthood. 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 Teach me the way of priesthood, Lord Jesus. Teach me the way of priesthood. Teach me the way. Teach me the way. Teach me the way. 
Teach me the way. That I will not be like those who tell Moses, climb the mountain and you come down. That I will climb that mountain myself. And as I climb that mountain by myself, I will collect the oracles of God, the commands of God, and I will keep it. 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 Teach me the way. 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 Teach me how to value your voice. Teach me how to value your voice. Teach me how to value your voice. Why I look at your voice as a pearl, oh God, not a snare. Why I don't hear your voice and think, oh God, what an injustice is being done to me. I look at your voice and say, this is my life. This is my that I might stand as a priest in my home. That I might stand as a priest in my home. For you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. A holy nation. A holy nation. A kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. A kingdom of priests. Show me the way. Show me the way. Show me the way, Lord. Show me the way. 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 Show me the
in Jesus mighty name we pray Lord make us make us make us into a kingdom of priests into a holy nation into a holy nation where we stand our ground regardless of who is standing or not and we walk that old path that you have given to us as an inheritance when we keep your word oh god and look at it as spirit and life in the name of jesus christ we pray amen 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 and amen amen hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God bless you, Mrs. Dorothy. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth we also ought to be the word become flesh and god will enable us all in the name of jesus christ amen Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Because it's not rejoice. Why, why are you people's? Why is your hand up? Eh? Don't you see there's a different agenda this morning? You want to keep us here for the next two hours. Is that your agenda? You cannot see that today we are, we are about to end at a very healthy time. You want to start this Holy Spirit oh. really. I reject you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Question or comments? 
It's the question. Go ahead. Nobody else will raise their hand. Okay? Cause it's all and rejoice. Finish. Once we finish with them, we close this morning. Amen. Take me down. Let that hand fall down. You understand? The Lord is on your side. Cause it's all. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I guess the question I had was I guess I was just wondering as a parent um, how you should I use the word model priesthood Mm. um, to your children even when they are still young Um, you know sometimes you feel like maybe you are overdoing it you are overdoing it or another times you feel like you are not doing enough very good as a parent, the first way that priesthood can be modeled to your child, because children are very imaginative, they're very pictorial, right? If I don't student, everyone really, we learn by what we see, right? Even when people talk, the speech is simply to guide what we see, because ultimately we only learn based on what we see. Every single one of us are a product of the pictures that we have seen. So your child doesn't really care about the mobile phone, right? Your child doesn't care about the tab or the TV. It's because they see you on it. Are you understanding? Because they see you on the mobile phone, that's why the phone is attractive. If they see you molding bricks, that molding bricks will also become attractive unless someone else gives them a different picture. The reason why your child wants to drive the car is because they see you driving the car. What you are doing is what they want to do because they learn through what they see. Children are naturally meditative. Confirm this course you saw that sometimes you see your children just looking at you like this as if they are spirits. Just be staring. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's bizarre. <laughs> right? You don't see them, don't be looking. It's crazy sometimes. They must be looking, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they learn from what they see. As a matter of fact, in the old times, when you have a teacher and a disciple, the lecture makes up a small percentage of the learning that the teacher gains from, from the master. What he learns more from is following the master everywhere, seeing how he lives his life. How is the master when someone has cheated him? How is the master when he has been betrayed? How is the master when he's afraid? And that's how the child learns. Because they have to see you in all these different situations. Your children also have to see you as a husband or wife disagree with your spouse. The only reason why you will hide your disagreement as parents from your children is when your, your disagreements are carnal. <laughs> because if you disagree with grace, that's, I mean, they learn. Because guess what? They will also have disagreements. They will also have confusions. They will also have rage. They need a picture for them to see how to deal with those moments. Do you understand? They need a picture. So, for example, some parents have the doctrine don't ever let the children see you disagree but how would they know how to handle moments of disagreement when you haven't given them a picture 
so now you you gaslight their feelings by not validating it with your own feelings and you don't show them how to come out of it they will learn from somewhere else now i understand yeah, that's so somebody, somebody else will teach them how to deal with their anger somebody else will teach them how to deal with their greed because children are naturally greedy is you as a parent that teaches them moderation first of all with your actions and you living a moderate life so introducing children to priesthood is by modeling there's no other way because christ modeled he was a messenger but he was also the message and that's how we indoctrinate mm-hmm. our children with our lives you have a lot of young children today mm-hmm. who are upset not because their parents read the bible every day but because the bible the parents didn't become the bible are you understanding mm-hmm. now we now have grown yes. up we're not parents if we're not careful our children will say the same things about us we're supposed to be the letter written by christ to be read by all men especially our children so when they look at you they mm-hmm. have an understanding of what scripture is that before they even read scripture your life has already modeled to them the nature and character of christ and when they begin to read the bible they say ah look at mommy here look at daddy here that is what god is trying to make us into so mm-hmm. in initiating our children to priesthood is first of all by modeling isn't it as a doctor you go for housemanship you shadow the elder doctor isn't it so you see how he responds to when there's excess bleeding you see how he does this you see how he does that in watching him or watching her you gain a picture of what a doctor looks like and that gives you the enablement for your own practice right yes it is well with your soul Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Rejoice. Rejoice is saying so adults have been terrible models. Well, I'll only agree with that statement if you yourself consider yourself to be an adult. Mm-hmm. No, I'm an adult and I, I, I completely like just touching to be fed and tell God I, I need to do this. Uh, because we have, we, have, we have not been good yes. models. That's the truth. To our younger ones. Yeah. You understand? Because everyone here has a younger one, whether it's your child or whether it's a younger brother and sister. And if you reflect, you have not been such a great model. You get my point? So this is the moment where we put the mirror in front of ourselves and see ourselves, the log that is in our eye, for God to give us deliverance. Have you understand? And God will help us all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So rejoice, what's your question? Okay, so mine isn't like a question per se. I think it's just, you know, to to share like the trajectory of, you know, how life has been lately. Because I remember um, on Sunday going to meet a friend of mine. Rejoice, you have Uh, one minute, 30 seconds. So I increase it small, please. You have two (laughs) minutes. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's so merciful of you. But like, you know, I've just been thinking because I've been really asking God how to approach this, right? And especially on regards of my family and my brothers, especially, you know, because it feels like for so long we've been laboring, we've been, you know, working and nothing just keeps, nothing just seems to 
what's the word change and you know this message just kind of like it just kind of like acts as a confirmation right so the question i actually have is as regards you know for example you know i'm aware of this message my mom is aware of this message i will begin we begin to like walk in the steps that, that we are supposed to take as regards you know bringing the family back the question i actually have to ask is what's because you made mention of prayer being supplication and action what actionable steps can we actually take you know especially regards relating to the other members of our family who are hustling out of their own strength basically to say and you know not coming into that point of just relying on god because like lately it's just been it's just been like oh time has gone time has wasted especially as regards our family and it's still the same pattern the same situation now we are being made aware now we are beginning to do the work that is needed you know and yet it still feels like what's the word it still feels like there's just a long way to go and i know that priesthood is not a thing that stops but it just feels like you know how do i how do i speak to my brothers basically i mean they are really they are way way older than me the first is 40 the second is nearly 40 so like how do i how do i speak to my brothers and bring them bring you know them back to that light just so that we all just come into alignment you know first spiritually and then everywhere else so yeah i think that's that's the question i have very good question very good question now one thing has to be realized right ultimately everyone has their own life to live right and as much as we're called to be witnesses unto people and pray for people and help people we can't do it for them, you know? And there's that place where we do our part and we leave the rest to the Holy Spirit and that person to do as well, right? But aside from that, when it comes to, because I've realized in my life, right? That when I don't know what to do or I don't know where to go, most of the time is a product of the limitation of my vision right and the limitation of my understanding and i found that naturally as i've grown as a person and i gain more understanding naturally i i have how can i put it in words what to do becomes more apparent as i grow and as i become more and more like god in the process of trying to be more and more like god what i need to do per time per season becomes known to me because sometimes you spend a lot of time racking our heads. How can I get this person? How can I get this person? But the truth is, if you focus more time on actually transforming into this image of God, you see how the answer will come naturally to you. Do you understand? It will just come naturally in that moment. And what you need to do and who you need to be will just come out of you. Because the real change has happened. And that light in you can now become expressed. But when in our own human wisdom and understanding, in our carnality, we are trying, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not organic, it's not real. You know? 
So we need to focus a lot on spending time with the Holy Spirit and spending time with Spirit-filled people to start to gain new perspectives, new pictures on who God is. Once that becomes, once that starts to crystallize in our hearts, in those moments, what we need to be will come out. There's even a scripture that, that God just brought into my heart right now. I'll show us right now. I'll show us right now. And it's something to remember. Right? And it even applies in this moment because um, Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. Rejoice. Do you want to read it with me? Matthew chapter 10, verse yes, 19. Yes, sir. Okay. 19 and 20. Let me... Okay, so let me open it. Matthew 10, 19 and 20. Yes. I read from New King James. Hmm. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak. For it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Hmm. Because you asked me a question that I didn't have in my head beforehand. How did I know what to say to you? Are you getting my point? Just, yeah, the spirit of the father in you. Is the spirit of the father. Right. So we want to spend more time knowing the father. We want to spend more time allowing ourselves to be vehicles and channels of the father. And what we need to say in each moment will come to us. We don't need to pre-plan, pre-script. In fact, it's annoying. When I know it, when I see a person giving me prescripted advice, they annoy me actually. And there was one time one of my friends came to advise me, him and his wife, and the advice was very funny. I had to now advise them on how to give advice so that things are not given the wrong way. <laughs> you understand? He was giving me advice, but him and his wife, they were so obvious how they are trying to, you know. I said, let me tell you how to give advice so that in your giving advice, you don't you know because he was giving advice but he was talking about one person you know doing that i said listen because when you're giving advice especially to couples you want to make sure that each person is validated if not you will lose the ear of the other one so when you come and you give advice to a couple and you make it look like one particular person is the problem then they can't hear you so i had to give him advice for the advice that he was trying to give me <laughs> you understand <laughs> Yeah. Safe to say that's the last time I got advice from him. <laughs> well, not really, not really, but they stopped doing their because they, they used to always try and do when they want to give advice, they will come and they will plan it. No, don't do that. Don't plan, don't script. You know, they will come and then you know they will come and give script. One person will start, the other person will complete it. Stop that rubbish. You understand? Stop it. We need to trust in the Holy Spirit in the moment. You get my point? In the moment. You know? In the moment. Funny enough, someone said they would favor the woman and throw the man under the bus. It was actually the opposite. They favored me and they were trying to throw my wife under the bus. And I told them, you can't do that. That's not wisdom. So I had to correct them with the advice they were doing in that moment. You, you understand my point? So it wasn't even me. I was under the bus. I was the one favored. And I looked at them. I said, that's not how to do it. You understand? 
that's not how to do it. You understand? So we need to trust in the Lord. You know? We need to trust in the Lord. We need to trust in the Lord. And God will give us wisdom at the moment. So spend time knowing Him. When you've known Him enough, it will be easy to witness Him. Do you understand? Because, I mean, I came this morning. I mean, I, did, I woke up around 5. Because I called Labaka. I said, listen, I'm going to be writing till late. Because I've still, you know, this fasting period made it very difficult for me to write this course manual for module 3. Very tough, I'm telling you. So every time you saw me trying to end the meeting early, it's because of that. Because our long, long meeting this week will finish at 10, 10.30. I don't get to sleep until then. I wake up at like 3 p.m. or 2.30 p.m. Before I even get myself, it's already 6 p.m. again. We have another meeting. So I will never have space to actually write. So it was a very heavy week mentally. So actually, I've never finished this course, man. I'm like, God, how will I finish it before we start watching for God give me the grace? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You know? So I slept at like past three. I woke up at 4, 4.55. The message for this morning, you know, it didn't come until I sat down here. You guys understand? We won't crack jokes in the beginning. We crack jokes, we crack jokes. In fact, I was even planning, okay, maybe we'll just continue from family witchcraft and, you know, maybe, I, I don't even know, just, you know, whatever, you know. As I sat here, the word that was needed came. You understand? And that's how we, we want to learn how to deliver the oracles of God. Right? Fresh, 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 fresh. You understand? Fresh. You understand? And God will give us the wisdom. Hmm? Why are there two hands now raised? Yeah. You know, it is well with our souls. No more hands, okay? No more hands, okay? No more hands. So I'm going to answer Labake. I'll answer Temidayo. But after that, nobody should raise their hands again and please respect that mm? okay mm? please because personally i need to you know you know this is one of those mornings where i need to actually get myself so that i can be calibrated against tomorrow mm? i actually don't have the strength to be here till 11 this morning it will be a great cost. So consider your friend. Consider your brother. Okay? Amen. All right. Labake. Hello, everybody. I actually don't have a question. No. I just wanted to, to see if people had the questions virtue. <laughs> Maybe that you consider yourself. <laughs> Uh, we have obedience virtue. Obedience is better. Jefferson, if all of you are dragging me already, inner life fast, yeah. where's your patience? I just thought about it. So let me just be an adversary right now. You know. Thank you, sir. Oh God bless you. <laughs> it is well with you. <laughs> it is well with you. 
It's good. I like all these policemen and women. Just let there be love shine your policing, okay? But it's good. You need to police some people because you understand. People will be handing over this QA to some some wicked uh, umpires. I can see Jumoka's strength for wickedness. So maybe she'll be the one that will be handling the, the, the question and timekeeping, you know. People like Jumoka and Ify, they have that strength for wickedness, you know. So I think I'll be I'll when it's time for QA, I'll just hand it over to them. Jefferson is not wicked, Jefferson is a soft tip. Jefferson is like a giggy bread. That one is not wicked. He can't do the work. <laughs> He's a soft boy. All oh, this one is format. If you press him like this, you will just compress like bread. So, people like Jumoke, Jumoke has strength for wickedness. <laughs> but actually, if he has more, but if I really want to deal with all of you, I will just put Miss Lillian. You are all finished. <laughs> No, people of God, but did I tell you lie? People of God, but did I tell you lie? You've but seen her for you. You are my brother. You are my brother. In whom I'm worthless, but why? Not nice. I bet mean, my elder cousin is here for the first time, Auntie Meg. Auntie Meg, good morning. God bless you so much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> if I hand you over to Miss Lillian, you're all in trouble. <laughs> so I'm saving you. I know those that have the strength. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> all right, Timmy Dyer, go ahead. Good morning, sir. Just like um, Nabake, sincerely speaking, is is not... Um, it's not a question. I just wanted to. I had a liking for the color of your shirt this morning, so I wanted to yeah. really ask what inspired it. That, that was just this all. one because I saw yeah. this color yesterday night too. I'm wondering why. Oh. You know, maybe the no. Lord just said you should put on this color. That was my son. No, this is the shirt I slept with last night. So as I just woke up, I just came here. <laughs> there was, it wasn't planned. <laughs> it wasn't planned. I woke up like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so it wasn't uh, it wasn't planned. Hallelujah. It is well with Lord Finney, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it is well with our souls. <laughs> Tim Laddie says Barbie season. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless us. <laughs> it's purple. The shirt is actually purple. Is this some um, rim light that um, if I turn off this light, you see that it's purple. Ah, that rim light. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like magenta. I mean, what do we call it? Or violet. It's purple. It's like like a shade of purple. Surprised. It's purple now. Now what for you? What color is this one? It's a shade of purple. Hmm? You can call it magenta or violet or whatever, but it's still purple, shall Lilac. Magenta. Know, let's be magenta. All right, it's magenta. Okay, magenta. Hmm. When I don't win, <laughs> it is well with us, huh? It is well with us. We have tried. Hmm? We have tried. We have tried. 
God bless us. So now, I must, I must go and get some. I'm still like I'm going to rest. I'm actually going to do a lot of work. So I'm trying to get time so that I can finish up some work. Hmm? It is well with our souls. Hmm? I wish you all a tremendous morning, a very powerful day. God will continue to keep every single one of us in the name of the Lord Jesus. The good that we're looking for, we'll find it. And God will raise us all to be priests unto him. Who witness him everywhere we go. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And amen. It is well with us, people of God. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. 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 Bye b